you ready to talk fantasy football? Then you're ready for the Picking Up the Blitz Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your hosts, Mike Randall and Scott Burke. Welcome back to the Picking Up the Blitz Fantasy Football Podcast, where we are hitting a critical juncture. Week 11, a lot of leagues playoffs start in week 13, some week 14, but you're heading back to play those teams in your division one more time and try to make that push towards the fantasy playoffs. And my partner, I think there's a big Thursday night game tomorrow night, isn't there? That's why we're taping a day early. Huge Thursday night game. Got to give you props for giving us a recording the night early so I can actually thoroughly enjoy the, the Steeler-Titan game. I'm sure plenty of you know I'm a Steeler fan. If you haven't figured it out by now, you will by the end of this regular season. Uh, looking forward to that game. But I got to really start off with, I'm a, I don't know why this bothers me, but it does bother me. Mike, I'm going to throw out some numbers at you, and you may know where I'm going or who this is about. I have no idea, and I can't wait. I have absolutely no idea. Just let me read this out to you, and then once I'm done, let me know if you know who it is. If you don't, we'll tell you, and then I'll figure out why. This is the last two and a half seasons, full seasons, two and a half seasons. This quarterback has 7,700 yards, 47 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, a quarterback rating of 93.5, a completion percentage of 63%, and he has five game-winning drives, including four fourth-quarter comebacks. He also, over those two and a half seasons, has 1,385 rushing yards, 12 rushing touchdowns, and I has got it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Ter- terrible team. He has a 19-18 and 18 record in his starts. His name is Tyrod Taylor. Yep. Can you tell me why this guy is benched for a guy who played four games in the preseason through one touchdown and 700 yards in four preseason games in Nathan Peterman. Tell me how many teams would take that quarterback and that stat line right now in the NFL. Why does Tyrod Taylor get zero respect? I don't know. I've done a lot of research with our, our last word on sports guys who are Bills fans. There is a huge difference between how we view Tyrod Taylor and how the public does. But Scott, you know me. We just talked about this off air. Nothing annoys me more than inconsistency and giving one message and saying another and, and not being real. You got to keep it 100 here on the Picking Up the Blitz Fantasy Football Podcast. The Bills, you were tanking when you decided to let go early in the season Sammy Watkins in the preseason. 100%. You decided to tank. Something happened. You actually played pretty well, but you played pretty well because of Tyrod Taylor. And now, Scott, I can't help but think they want a better draft pick. I think they're saying to themselves, if we make the playoffs, we're not going anywhere anyway. So why? But at this point, you already got five wins. So regardless, you're, even if you lose out and go five and eleven, you're picking what tenth, eleven, maybe twelve. Because there's plenty of teams. So at this point, you're you're at the point of no return. He has ten touchdowns and three interceptions. He's had zero weapons. Every single skill position player, not named Lashawn McCoy, has been hurting out or at some part in the season. And they traded away Watkins, like you said, and now they go out and get him a big time wide receiver to make plays. And they take him out of the lineup. Sure, he threw for 53 yards against the Saints. But is he the reason they gave him 47 points? And Scott, I don't think so. And Scott, if you're going to do this, and I know it's tough because it's a business, right, man? But you know what? If you had done what I wrote an article about doing at the beginning of this season, which was trading LaShawn McCoy 
All of this would make sense. You'd have a a first or second round, probably a second round draft pick, right, this year. And you can tank and get another one. But you stayed with Shady. You gave him no weapons. You made some ridiculous deal, which may have been a salary dump, by the way, with Benjamin. I don't even know what that deal was about. Yeah, I I can't figure that one either. Maybe they really wanted Funches to break out. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, I know why the Panthers did it. Because if you look at Newton's stats without Benjamin, they're, they're much better. When he was injured, he was tremendous. He had a great year. But, Scott, I agree with you. Mixed message up in Buffalo, and I hate mixed messages. If you want to be, you know, Greg Lloyd, former Steeler. Oh, I do. Okay. Now, Greg Lloyd was nuts, and Greg Lloyd was a jerk. Now, how do I know Greg Lloyd was a jerk? I'll tell you, Scott, because he was walking off the practice field, and a friend of mine who's in sports uh, saw I know, this. I know this. I yes, know this story. He saw this. My friend who saw this. The kid, a little kid, eight-year-old kid, probably me with headgear and braces, right, asked Mr. Yep. Lloyd, Mr. Lloyd, could you please sign my ball? So what did Greg uh, yep. Lloyd do? He turned and he punted it down the other field and walked away laughing. Now, yes, listen, he Scott, did. He's a jerk. But I'll take him because I know what I'm getting with him. If you're a Buffalo fan, are you winning? Are you not winning? You don't like Tyrod? I mean, Scott, it's ridiculous. He should be a queen. You know, like, you know, do you think the Denver Broncos want Tyrod Taylor right now? The Denver Broncos, we salivated. Even you know, Cleveland Browns would want him. The Houston Texans. What would the Houston Texans be with Tyrod Taylor? He's not Deshaun Watson, but hey, are you telling me they're a playoff team not, with Tyrod Taylor? Listen, Scott, let's not make fun of Deshaun Kaiser, okay? This could be my starting quarterback now in my in your Yahoo League now that Tyrod yeah. Taylor <laughs> well, listen, I have there's a good chance I'm starting Jay Cutler this week in my in my league in a must win situation. But Boy, Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles looks good. <laughs> Somebody picked him up, beat me to it. It just it just one of these things. It just drives me nuts. And you know what? The Bills fans want this. They are sitting in a wild card spot right now with five wins. Forget about a top ten draft pick. You're out of that range already. That's it. That's gone. So now you're looking at a middle round pick. If you lose out, I just don't understand. The wild card's there for you too. Take away the d- division winner, the top four teams in the in the AFC, and the wild card's wide open for you. Why you'd not want to move forward with a guy who's done nothing but give you wins and keep you in games and produce a nineteen and eighteen record and forty seven touchdown passes? He's on pace for a career high in yardage and a career high in touchdown passes. But you know what? Go to the bench for a guy who played four preseason games because he looked good. Never throws interceptions either. I know he doesn't take enough downfield shots and he checks down a lot. Folks, you can do a lot of wor- a lot worse than Tyrod Taylor. Ready for this, Scott? We'll do it really quick, then we'll get to the first quarter. Here we go. I'm going to name a team. You tell me if you were the coach of that team, would you rather have the current quarterback or Tyrod Taylor? You ready? I'm oh. going to ignore the obvious ones. Okay, so I'll just go to the ones that are questionable, okay? Uh, Buffalo, we're going to say yes, right? Uh, I'm, I'm in 100% agreement. He should be the starting quarterback. Miami. Uh, yeah. Jets. Jets, yep. Ravens? Yeah, I guess Flacco will be fine. Okay, Bad year. Bengals? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a Dalton guy. I never have been, so yes. Cleveland? Yes. Jacksonville? Uh, yes. Could they be in the AFC Championship game with him, by the way? It's not out of the realm of possibility. That's six. It, it, it's, it's not because, you know, the Steelers can never beat the Patriots, so and you can figure the Patriots are going to be there, so it's wide open. I said right now. So Houston, right now? Yes, of course. Indianapolis? Yes. Kansas City's a no. Oakland's a no. Chargers are no. Denver? Absolutely. We're at nine. Now let's go to the NFC. Here we go. Boy, I want to tweak the Giant fans and say the Giants, but I won't. I won't, I won't, I won't say it. I won't say it. Minnesota? You know what? Right now, I'm going to say no because That's they got fair. a good thing going. They got a good thing going. Green Bay Packers. Okay. Green Bay Packers. They're a playoff team again. There's Probably maybe a division winner. The Bears? I'm sure the Bears could use them. 
I take him over Trubisky right now. Right now? Oh, I mean, right now. Listen, but this right year, now, this year, yeah, yes. from a long, yeah, this year, long absolutely. Term, from a long term yeah. standpoint, they got some. They got to hope Trubisky turns out to be something. I love to tweak it and say Tampa Bay. <laughs> I guess right now, <laughs> no, I will say now. I mean, right now, yes, right now, yeah. Right, that's we got. We're at eleven. The Rams, no. Seattle, no. Arizona. Arizona will be salivating for this guy right now. 12 Niners. They have Garoppolo, so I guess we'll get – Here's my point, Scott. We just named 12 teams in the NFL that we feel would be better off with Tyrod Taylor. And about six or seven of them with Tyrod Taylor become a playoff team. What do you think Larry Fitzgerald would be looking for right now? He's got to – now he's got Blaine Gabbert. Okay. Now he's got to go get 10 catches with Blaine Gabbert. Tell me how that's going to work you know, out. People on Twitter are like actually fired up about Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, I know. I know. Just like, just like the – 235,000 people in Yahoo that picked up Aaron Eckler. Okay, relax, guys. Relax. Uh, Aaron Eckler. Yeah, Austin. Austin Eckler. Eckler. That's how good he is. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. I apologize. There you go. Now you know I'm not one of the 235,000 that picked him up. I actually tried. First first quarter. (laughs) All right, first quarter. And anyone who's paid attention to the Picking Up the Blitz Fantasy Football Podcast knows our love of game shows. We've played Fantasy Feud, we've played Jeopardy, and today, Scott, you are very fortunate to be a contestant on $100,000 Fantasy Pyramid. Very exciting stuff, my friend. Looking forward to it. Now, this is exciting. Uh, Scott, I've, I've selected six answers. So these are six players, fantasy players. And just as Dick Clark being right by our side here as we go through this, they will pop up the answer and I will have the timer running in the background here and you will have one minute to get all of these answers. Now listen, the difference is I know them ahead of time. So I have built the uh, revealing clues in gradual fashion. So for example, if the answer was Le'Veon Bell, what I would not say is Pittsburgh Steelers running back. That's too quick. What I would say is running back, three down, receptions, high carry rate, black and yellow, And then you'd probably guess it. So the clues, Scott, as I build, get more and more revealing. I've done this before. I did this on our Screen the Screener College Basketball podcast. I think you can do it. You've done very well in all these games, but I'm very excited. Play along at home. $100,000 Fantasy Pyramid. Are you ready, Scott? I am ready. Let's do it. One minute. And if you win, you will get a mimosa with me when you buy me breakfast for Melvin Gordon. Have you more fantasy points than Jordan Howard? How about that? (laughs) Exciting. Am I paying for that mimosa? (laughs) That one's on me. That one is on me. All right, here we go. I'm going to start the timer, and we're going to get Dick Clark. He's going to say, ready? And here we go. Running back. Most running back targets in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey. Very good. My average draft position as a tight end was 56.9 in PPR leagues. People gave me no respect, even though I ended last season with five top four tight end weeks out of nine. I have finished as a tight end one every single week this season. and ha- Something Zach Ertz would say. Very good. Quarterback. Third most passing yards in the NFL. Only one interception. 11th in rushing yards. Former number one overall pick. Alex Smith. Very good. Wide receiver. Only two touchdowns. Third most receiving yards. Six most receptions. Purple people eater. Adam Thielen. Wide receiver. Fourth season, loves cheese. Most red zone receptions with 11. Third most receiving. Devontae Adams. Yes, hurry. Rookie, wide receiver, touchdown three consecutive games, breakout game against Detroit. Oh, 
Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, you got me on my own guy. Very good. Oh, that was uh, that Yeah, was you said Detroit. I started thinking Chicago, Green Bay, Minnesota. <laughs> the last clue I didn't get. Boy, you did a good job here because you got Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the last clue, Scott, would have been Martavis is my backup. If I had gotten that out, you would have <laughs> oh, got yeah, it. Oh, had very it. good, though. You got oh, five man. out of six. Uh, the first yeah, one is over again. Not bad. All my clues, you didn't you didn't let me say all my clues. Running back, most running back targets in the NFL, only 49% snap share. NFC South, Stanford, Panther. It's Christian McCaffrey. My last one for two was I have a great bond with my quarterback, Carson Wentz. You didn't have to say that. You got that one. Next one was uh, was Alex Smith. I was going to end with AFC West manages the game for Andy Reid. <laughs> good, <laughs> good job with Thielen, with Purple People Eater. Very good. He has the third most receiving yards, six most receptions, only two touchdowns. Uh, five, you got right. NFC North, I didn't get to say. It loves cheese. I gave you a fair shot there with that one. Very good. And the last one, Martavis is my backup. It was Christian McCaffrey, Zach Ertz, Alex Smith, Adam Thielen, Devontae Adams, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Scott, pretty good though, man. I mean, you came with yeah, like I need, I, need, I, need, I need a time check from Dick Clark there. I felt like that was a fast cut. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was fun. Good. <laughs> nicely done. Needed good another job. second and a half. I would have got that, but very nicely done. You uh, got five Thielen. Five out of six, we'll take it. Good job with Adams, too. It was I, five out of six. Get me $20,000? Uh, yeah. Well, we had one, two, three, four, five. So I think that would have got you something like that. Nine thousand bucks. But very good. Hundred thousand dollar fantasy pyramid. Maybe we'll get somebody to come on the show, guest star, and play uh, fantasy pyramid. But fair questions, right? I gave you a uh, shot yeah, there. Very, very, very fair questions. Speaking of guest star, there's one in our league that said if he runs the table, he demands to be a guest on his podcast. And that'd be Mr. Swaggerlicious. Yeah, we got this cocky guy who's won Scott's league like 612 times. Okay, but but Scott and I both buried him this year, and he thinks he's all he's coming back because Jared Goff's on fire. You tell him, okay? Let me know when he gets the playoffs. All right, big guy. I'm I'm going in this week with Case Keenum as my quarterback. Okay, babe. But I got a nice oh. little record, so you tell him. You keep looking at waiver wire, big guy. Let me know. I'll, I'll keep sitting yeah, well, pretty of top it. I need, I need Jay Culler to recover that loss from you. Drop me from second to fifth. Now I'm fighting it. Six and four, I'm fighting it. A lot of parity in my league. I got to get Jay Culler to get me back on the winning side. Well, listen, let's get started with the AFC home games because you got to tell me uh, what's going to happen with DeMarco Murray. Fair enough? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Here we go. Second quarter. The good thing about recording this on Wednesday, Scott, is we're sort of going to see if we're right on the money with these predictions. But this is a big matchup. You got Tennessee... And Pittsburgh, playing in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is going to be home for several games now over the second half of the season. We have waited patiently for the Ben Roethlisberger eruption game. It does happen at home usually. It does happen at night. But this is a Thursday game. Scott, I will start with Tennessee because this is very relevant for myself. Where do you put Marcus Mariota against a good Pittsburgh defense, but that's a little banged up in the secondary, right? Missing two of their guys. Yeah, Joe Hayden's got a broken leg, and uh, Mike Mitchell is out. So two two key guys will be out. Mitchell maybe on a longer week might have been in there, but they're both going to be out, especially in a short week. Uh, Hayden's injury originally was six to eight weeks. Now they're saying he might be back in four, so that would be good for the stretch run. I put Mariota as a top 12, put him in the 10, 11, 12 range. He is, though, and you may call it bias, so be it. He is being benched for Jay Cutler as of right now in my league. <laughs> it would have been Phillip Rivers, um, but, you know, Phillip Rivers is in concussion protocol, so I, I have Cutler there, and if Rivers can't go, Cutler will get the call, but I would put Mariota between a 10 and 12 range. Tale of two seasons here with the Steeler defense, Scott, and this plays into Henry and, more importantly, DeMarco Murray. Now, running backs do very well on Thursday nights, typically, but they're on the road. 
Scott, the the Steelers gave up 218 yards on the ground at Chicago. Then they gave up 222 yards at home to Leonard Fournette. But outside of that, man, here's their totals. 40 rushing yards, 87 rushing yards, 82 rushing yards, and Scott, the last four in a row. 24 rushing yards to the legendary Kareem Hunt at Kansas City, <laughs> 63 to Cincinnati, 60 to Detroit, and 61 to Indianapolis. DeMarco Murray, where is he? He is a low-end RB2 touchdown ooh, dependent. Ooh. <laughs> Are you telling me that you would bench DeMarco Murray if you were me? Well, you first off, if I was you, you'd probably be thinking about benching him, but the only reason you wouldn't is because it's DeMarco Murray, because you're not a Thursday night guy. And I, I know you're not a Thursday, and, and you're night, not a Thursday night road guy for that That's for that correct. one either. So if this guy was named uh, Bill Johnson, he'd be on your bench. But because it's DeMarco Murray, you're going to sit there and you're going to debate it. You're going to debate it, and you're going to debate it until you pick up, I don't know, uh, you know, Dion Lewis or something off the waiver wire to only drop him on Saturday <laughs> just to play blockage so no one else can get him. I do that, and I do it proudly. So, <laughs> so you're asking a question. If it wasn't DeMarco Murray, I can guarantee you you'd have him on the bench. You're going to debate this. My gut says you're not going to play him. On Fantasy Pro, Scott, I have him as uh, my 16th ranked running back. I'll give you some comparisons. Let me know. Ready? Arlene's Darkwa or DeMarco Murray? I like Darkwa. Chris Thompson or DeMarco Murray? <laughs> Well, now Chris Thompson with no Rob Kelly, his role increases, and we know P. Ryan hasn't looked good, so uh, Chris Thompson. My last one. Isaiah Crowell against Jacksonville over DeMarco Murray? I'll give you DeMarco Murray, but I think you've got better <laughs> options than both of them. Fair enough. Very good. Uh, I assume, Henry, then you're not playing, obviously, because Murray is getting most of the the, um, the rushes there. Let's go to the wide receivers. Corey Davis, Rashard Matthews, Eric Decker, Tywan Taylor. What do you got? Uh, Rashard Matthews is playable. Corey Davis may be a low-end uh, wide receiver, too, but the other two I wouldn't get involved with. Uh, but Matthews can um, definitely flirt with a low-end wide receiver one status this week. Steelers are very good against fantasy tight ends, Scott. They've only given up the, the, they've given up the third least amount of fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. So Delaney Walker, I mean, is Tennessee is going to be a, a bloodbath and nothing's going to nobody's going to score? Is Delaney Walker going to do okay? No, I mean Delaney Walker is going to be a top twelve tight end, maybe a top eight tight end. He'll get five, six catches, I think. But the, but the yardage might not be there. The Steelers, like you said, have shut down tight ends. They've shut down Travis Kelsey. They've shut down other big name tight ends as well. So yeah, for me, you know. You're going to play Delaney Walker because behind Rashard Matthews, I think he gets the second most amount of looks on that team this week. I know we love Le'Veon Bell. Scott, how many receiving touchdowns do you have this year? Receiving, I believe, is zero. That is correct. But where do you put him? Obviously, he's a very high RB1, but how high? Is he your number one fantasy running back this week? No, with the Thursday night slate, I will put him in the top five, put him between the three and the five. Secondary for Tennessee has not been good, Scott. So talk to me about Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, my guy, Juju Smith-Schuster, and three-catch Martavis Bryant. Antonio's going to really light it up tomorrow night. He's been kind of kind of quiet the past couple of weeks. Juju's been taking all the uh, the headlines and the, and the accolades. I think Antonio Brown's destined for a 9-10 catch night. He'll score. Uh, and it could be one of those get-right games. I won't go out on limit say it because I tried that once already. It did not work, so I'll stay away from the heart pick. But I do like Antonio Brown. have a very, very, very beneficial night tomorrow night. Quarterback Scott, Ben, I have him right now, full disclosure, as my fourth-ranked quarterback this week. I do believe this is the breakout. I really do. Where do you think he finishes up? I think he finishes at the top five. 
Ben Roethlisberger or Drew Brees at home against Washington? Hmm. You know, I've been thinking that the Drew Brees game is coming soon, too. We talked about that last week. That's a tough one. I will lean Brees because the game's on Thursday night. Ben, it's funny. I have Brees third. Ben Roethlisberger or Alex Smith at the Giants? Yeah, this is Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger or Derek Carr in Mexico against the Patriots? Uh, a tough one to read. You know, we don't see many of these Mexico games. We know what happens in London. Weird things happens in London. I will put Ben ahead of Derek Carr. Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady? I'll say Tom Brady because I have. I got Roethlisberger higher. Wow, yeah. how about that? I do. I, I do. I'm, I'm with them. And, and Scott, uh, I'm very excited about this. Steelers, I assume, top defense. One of the top defenses, right? I, I think they're a top four or five defensive play for sure. And I think you own them in a couple leagues. I know. DeMarc, do I play DeMarco Murray in the Steeler defense? That's not my way. You know that. I don't hedge any bet. I make a decision right or wrong. By the way, how was my Michigan State pick over Duke last night? Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to bring it up. You know, I'm not a big college basketball guy. You're more to that than I am. But I Grayson did take Allen. a look. Grayson I, Allen. Oh. <laughs> I did take a look. I know you were in love with the plus two, I believe it was. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that didn't work out, but I wasn't bringing it up. You did, v- so. so. Vegas big. 20, Mike Randall 0. Moving on. <laughs> Next AFC game, Jaguars 6-3 and three go to the winless Browns. Um, you know, we just talked about a little bit of how we think Blake Bortles is a nice streaming play. How nice of a streaming play is Blake Bortles on the road against a winless Cleveland team? I struggled where to put Bortles this week. I think he's going to be decent, but not great. Scott, I'm, I have him as my QB 15. Let me throw one to you really quick. Blake Bortles or Eli Manning? Whew. Oh, man. I'm going to take Blake Bortles because I have a feeling Eli Manning doesn't play this entire game. Last one. Blake Bortles, Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Blake Tough, Bortles. right? Blake, Blake I got him right Bortles. next to each other. Blake, Blake Bortles. I got Mariota one spot higher. Okay. Um, running back Leonard Fournette. The Cleveland Browns have been pretty decent against the run. I mean, for a team that's 0-9, their defensive numbers aren't atrocious. They're only allowing 242 passing yards a game, 86 rushing yards a game. So Leonard Fournette didn't have a really good game last week. We we thought he would explode all over the charges after that one-game suspension. Didn't crack 40 yards. He now goes on the road. Cleveland, 629 yards, six touchdowns on a year. Where does that total go up to? It's really tough. The you know you're playing a team there. They're they're playing the Browns. The Browns have been fairly stingy against running backs. They do a decent job. I think Fournette is 80 total yards, and I don't know if he scores. Uh, receivers: Marquise Lee has been leading the way in targets. Allen Hearns is a little banged up, may not play in this game from what I'm reading. So Marquise Lee, how many targets are we looking at for Marquise Lee? Or does Dede Westbrook get on the field and take away some looks? Westbrook will get some looks. I love Marquise Lee. I don't love him enough that you can trade him with Lamar Miller for Julio Jones, but I tried to reject that trade to no avail in our, in our league. But I love Marquise Lee, and I think in this spot, even though McCourty did a decent, decent job last week, I think he's very live because he you know, he does the slants. He's all over the place, kind of like Doug Baldwin. He's, he's not like a one-matchup guy, so I think he's a very solid wide receiver too. Yeah, funny thing about those trades, three people voted, two to the ne- two to the no, and it still gets approved because you need that, I believe it is a quarter of the league or a third of the league to deny a trade. Yeah. 
Duke Johnson. Actually, let me go back to the quarterbacks. Yeah, you joke maybe about Deshaun Kaiser. Are you seriously considering Deshaun Kaiser? I don't think you are. But no, I'm not considering him this week, man. But I think down the line it's reasonable. Listen, at the end of the year, teams are going to drop out of it. The Browns are, are going to want to get a win. Kaiser's going to get some weapons back. Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman. You know, I, I can see him being okay. And for a guy that doesn't have a quarterback right now, are you asking me if I would start Deshaun Kaiser over Case Keenum? Yes, Scott. I can envision a situation where that would happen. Yes, yeah, I can. Well, I got to say, it wouldn't happen for me, but so be it. <laughs> Duke Johnson or Isaiah Crowell? Who's the play, if any? Hey, Scott, Crowell's been hot. Give him some credit. I think he's got a touchdown a couple consecutive games. I'll stay Crowell. Absolutely. Yeah. Duke Jackson- Johnson's been a massive disappointment. Jacksonville defense giving up 120 yards per game on the ground. So despite them being good in the passing game, only giving 189. The rushing game, is they've allowed some rushing yards. Is there a wide receiver or tight end on Cleveland that you can consider playing, or are we just staying away? Love David and Joko only in Dynasty. By the way, the Jacksonville defense, I know it's on the road, but I'm calling this a MOG game, Mother of God game. Jacksonville defense is so great, and they have a great end-of-season schedule. You're starting them in all formats no matter what. Here's one, Jacksonville or Pittsburgh. Who would you start? <sighs> I would start Pittsburgh. I happen to have that decision in one league. Oh. Do you? Do you? <laughs> well, I... Yeah, that's that Thursday night thing for you. I think if, I think if they were both on Sunday, I think you, I think it's Pittsburgh for you, no no doubt. But that Thursday will kind of creep up I on you. I'm terrible with Thursday night games. <laughs> I just right, struggle with that. Do, you, stink, you stink at Thursday night games. I'm you're, terrible you're, at You're very bad. Um, you think, yeah. <laughs> you're no not bad. good. Oh, not good. I know I'm starting to Marco Murray tomorrow. I can't get away from it. I can't get away. I'm going to start him. It's going to be terrible. All right, moving on. Next game. Tampa Bay at Miami. Don't look now, Scott. I think Jay Cutler has at least two touchdown passes in the last two games. Is that correct? Yeah, but he's still throwing <laughs> interceptions, and he's barely getting over 200 yards. The fact that I'm actually debating playing him this week is really driving me up a wall, and it's a very important game for me. I need to win. I don't know what I'm going to do here. Uh, I'm not getting crazy about Jay Cutler, but the Tampa Bay defense stinks. Uh, their secondary is terrible. Uh, they're, just not, they're just not good. So Jay Cutler and at home, this is a spot where as long as there's not a torrential downpour, that I think uh, he can do some damage in. The Miami Dolphins run defense, and this is worth noting. Now, listen, they're home, so this is going to be a little different. But Doug Martin's coming in here. Doug Martin is still getting the carries except for that one game. Where do you put Doug Martin? There's not a lot of great running back choices, Scott, in this fantasy league. So is Doug Martin startable? Yeah, it was a tough week when we're looking at my DFS, trying to make a lineup for us to talk about later on. It was, it was an odd week uh, all across the board. Yeah, Doug Martin's startable. He's going to be probably a low-end RB1. I think he's got to get more involved more involved than he was last week against the Jets. So I look to get more carries than you know the 11 or 12 that he might have had in that game. Yeah, I look for 90 yards and maybe a touchdown here from Doug Martin, which could put him right at a low RB1 position. I got, du- I got Doug Martin Scott as my 13th running back this week. So we're right there. Mike Evans comes back. How's he going to do? I think Mike Evans will pick up where he left off and have a six-catch, 85-yard game. Maybe score. Chris Godwin? I think Mike Evans being back will affect Chris Godwin. However, I do think they'll get him involved, try to keep him involved, especially with the season going backwards. So, I don't know, four catches for Chris Godwin. Maybe you could play him as a low-end, touchdown-dependent wide receiver, too. Dolphins are not good against opposing fantasy tight ends. Giants are worse. Broncos are worse. Browns are worse. Redskins are worse. And worse. And then there are the Dolphins. Cameron Brait, what do you got? O.J. Howard, he's feast or famine. I need Cameron Brait to step up. He was nowhere to be found last week against the Jets. So Cameron Brait needs to be the guy to step up. I don't O.J. Howard wasn't even on stat sheet. So if you're playing one, it's got to be Cameron Brait and look for a decent bounce back. Let's play guessing game. Ryan Fitzpatrick is ranked what as a quarterback this week for me? What number? 
Ryan Fitzpatrick is ranked number nine. Oh, no. No, dear Lord, no. I got him 18. Ah. All right. All right. Well, yeah, there you go. Sorry. Uh, flip over to Miami. Jay Cutler, what do you got him? I'm going to say he's creeping on low quarterback one status. He's going to be close enough for me to consider playing him, and I think others might be playing him too. Again, this is our last week of buys that we're getting rid of, uh, main buys anyway. So uh, he's going to be an option, especially for, you know, because there's a lot of quarterbacks banged up too. You know, I don't think it will be starting Nathan Peterman. So anybody that Tyrod Taylor is out there looking for a quarterback. You know, you got Cam Newton. You got all these other guys not playing Sunday. So you got things you got to do. Low end quarterback one. It's not a law firm. It's a running back group. Drake or Williams? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been on the Drake train for two weeks. I'm staying with him. He, he's looked pretty good. I know it was a lot in garbage time against the Carolina on, on Monday night, but he's still been getting more of the yardage, more touchdown. He's just produced more. So I like Drake. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have given up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. Of every team, except for the Kansas City Chiefs, which of course lost Eric Berry, so that's skewed. Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, and Ken- Kenny Stills. What do you got? I got big games for all of them if they're all playing. I know Landry's questionable, but uh, I like Parker one, Landry two, and I think Stills will break off a big 50 or 60 yard uh, play in this game to get on the stat sheet as well. So it should be a big game all around, and I think that means Jay Cutler flirts with 300 yards, my friend. All right, let's play it again. Jay Cutler is quarterback what for me on my Fantasy Pros ranking? I'm going to go back to the number nine. Close, 11. (laughs) Very good. Next game. Arizona and Houston is the next AFC home game. Oh, this is great. I'm glad I got this game. Yeah, you get get a thrill here. We went from Carson Palmer, who was old and couldn't move, to Drew Stanton, who couldn't find anybody. And now we go to Blaine Gabbert. He's not your starter, so we'll skip him. No one's playing him. Adrian Peterson against the Houston Texans on the road. What do you got? Listen, their run defense is for real. They did a nice job on Gurley. He doesn't catch passes. Sit Adrian Peterson. Is it possible to say Andre Ellington outscores Adrian Peterson this week? It's possible. I've told. Uh, by the way, again, I I do not have anything personal, Scott. I'm not yeah, no, a personal wasn't a shot at Ellington. This is just no, a strict not- question. I know what I'm saying is now I'm on the Andre Ellington train. I think he should play. Yes, I think it's possible. Yes. So with Larry Fitzgerald now having Blaine Gabbert and these other receivers that none of them have really taken it, you know, stepped up and run with anything significant. What do we do with Fitzgerald on the road? Do we play him? Do we not play any of them? What do we do? I can't envision, Scott, in any scoring format where you would start two other wide receivers over Larry Fitzgerald. Houston is fourth worst against fantasy wide receivers. He gets targeted, intermediate routes. That's where Blaine Gabbert's going to look. I like Fitzy. So you have confidence in Blaine Gabbert getting him nine nine balls at 100-something yards? Hey, if Drew Stanton can get him, what, 11 and 130, whatever he got, sure. <laughs> Why, I not? Guess, Why not? I guess so. Let's go to Houston. I mean, here's the thing. Can, six and 80, Scott. That's 14 points in PPR leagues. Six and 80. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I right. can get that. Yeah. Cardinal defense used to be really good against the pass. Not so much this year. You're going up 261 yards per game. I don't think you're playing Tom Savage. So we will go to the running backs. Lamar Miller, Deontay Foreman. I know you like Foreman. What are your thoughts on Miller? against a Cardinal defense that allows 97 yards a game on the ground. I like Foreman. Bill O'Brien does not. I don't like Miller either. If you had to start him as an RB2, fine, but I don't like it. Lamar Miller or Adrian Peterson? Miller, he's home. 
DeAndre Hopkins gets how many catches, how many targets this week? 312 targets. <laughs> Maybe five catches. Okay. Uh, so, so, he has, so, he has a, so he has a quiet week is what you're telling me. I wish we, I could find a gif of like a cannon just firing nonstop balls at something. That's what happens with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Will Fuller's banged up. So outside of Hopkins, I don't think there's anybody you're playing. What about CJ Fedorowicz? You know, CJ Fedorowicz is worth a look be- only because he's available. And right now your waiver wires are going to be super thin. Texas uh, Texans are six worth against fantasy tight ends. So, yeah, if you're in a pinch and you need somebody, sure, CJ Fedorowicz. Why not? Texans defense top five this week? Nah, yeah, top ten. Top ten. Ah, right. they're, like, they're like cold pizza. It, it's fine. It is Blaine, it's Blaine Gabbert, and it's an old Adrian Peterson. It is, but they stink. The Texans stink. O'Brien stinks. Miller isn't good. It's Tom Savage. He can't turn the ball over in the red zone. I'm, I'm, I There's better options than the Texans. Buffalo goes all the way across the country to the Los Angeles Chargers, who just fight you tooth and nail. They either gag it at the end or they totally pull an upset that no one saw coming. Phillip Rivers is in concussion protocol. Scott, let's assume he plays while we do this game, okay? I mean, he's, he's making progress. Peterman, you're not starting. What about LaShawn McCoy and what about Kelvin Benjamin? You start McCoy. I look at Benjamin as now. I Listen, I need to see something out of Peterman. I need to see what the Bills fans are clamoring about and what the Bills organization is hoping to see and what they like. So for me, Benjamin automatically becomes a low wide receiver too. Until I see otherwise, I'll give you a, I'll give you a sneak peek or an early hint. The Chargers are my sneaky DFS defense this week. Chargers second best against fantasy tight ends. Charles Clay, no good, right? No, yeah, uh, not not this week. Going over the the other way, Melvin Gordon against a Bills defense that, by the way, I saw on Twitter gave up twenty four consecutive rushing plays to the New Orleans Saints. By the way. <laughs> 24 consecutive rushing plays. Uh, listen, Melvin Gordon could put this bet to bed here. <laughs> he could. He's got to be looking at his chops. He may score 14 touchdowns, but he'll probably only get 40 yards. But he's got to be looking at his chops at this matchup. I mean, they still on paper only give they give 117 a game. It's obviously inflated because of what happened last week. But, I mean, just seeing what Ingram and Kamara did to them, uh, Gordon's got to be, you know, ready to roll. And especially if Rivers is out, you got to figure he's getting the ball 25, 27 times. So you better do something with it. And, you know, from a personal standpoint, I hope he doesn't so I can get Jordan Howard have a 200-yard game and get me back in the ballgame. But I expect Gordon to produce this week. Worst teams against running backs, fantasy running backs, Niners, Bills are second, Chargers, Raiders, and Rams. If Melvin Gordon doesn't get above four yards of carry in this game, he never will. I sense a big Keenan Allen game coming, Scott. Am I nuts? I hope so. I tried to trade him for six weeks and nobody bit, so I still I want to it. give you McKinnon. You didn't hit the oh, accept button. Yeah, listen, you with, you pulled it away. We still had up until tonight. I had two other offers out there. I was waiting to get a response. I got him, but when I got him, you pulled it, so I was ready to do it. I just had one offer out there for a player better than McKinnon. It fell through, but then at that point, you had pulled the offer, so I was going to do it. I just wanted to see where this other offer went, but regardless, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's got to come at some point. Um, it's almost to the point where I'm considering sitting A.J. Green against Denver to play Keenan Ooh. Allen this week. So that is where I'm at right now. So That would be hot take. Very well, good. Mike Thomas is playing, and so is DeAndre Hopkins because you know he leads the universe in targets, and now it leads me with Allen and Green. Oddly enough, it's a good good wide receiver crew, but i got to make a decision. Uh, I, like Dan, I like Allen this week. I think it's coming. You know, I'm very down, very down on the bills right now, and you know, would not be surprised if Chargers put up another 35 spot against them. Is Hunter Henry dead? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know Antonio Gates is, you know, figuratively speaking. But, uh, yeah, Hunter Henry, 
I don't know, five catches. I think he's got to get back on the ball. But again, if Rivers doesn't play, everything changes here because uh, I have no confidence in Kellen Clemens drawing for 275 against the Bills. Where do you got the Chargers ranked as a defense? I got them ranked pretty high. I have them ranked in the top five this week, and they are my value DFS defense play this week. I expect a turnover and a defensive score, and I expect about 15 points from a DFS standpoint. Got them six myself. Cincinnati. My my computer's going slow. I apologize. Cincinnati on the road going to Denver. The Bengals, three and six. The Broncos, three and six. Two teams that had playoff aspirations at the beginning of the year. Uh, They don't have them anymore. Uh, Let's start with Andy Dalton. Any thought of playing him on the road in Denver? Nope. And how about the running backs? Does Joe Mixon finally break 40 yards? He's one of the few guys who gets opportunity. Opportunity rules in fantasy. I think you have to play him. AJ Green, am I nuts for thinking about sitting him? I would have him as a low. I have him as a low end wide receiver too. That's where I have him around twenty two twenty. Could you see Brandon LaFell outproducing him this week? No, I don't see that. That I don't see. And how about Tyler Croft? Denver's not exactly lights out against tight ends either. Where do you put Tyler Croft? Uh, Tyler Croft is as good as any. Five catches, sixty yards. Wouldn't you be happy with that for your fantasy tight end? Sure. <clears throat> Absolutely. Any chance of playing Brock Osweiler? No. Alrighty, C.J. Anderson, Devontae Booker. I know you were on Booker last week. That didn't work out too well. Are you going back to him this week against the Bengals? They have a pretty good defense, or are you going to stay away? 32.2 feet per second squared is the acceleration due to gravity in the FPS system. That's how fast I dropped Devontae Booker in all my leagues, my Excellent. nine leagues. Excellent. Uh, you know what it is? I like Devontae Booker. I think he's a great fantasy play moving forward. Don't forget about Carlos Henderson, though. D'Angelo Henderson, rather, who's injured. But I... I can't play. I don't like C.J. Anderson. I haven't liked him all year. All the people who are ripping on me are gone, but they're taking carries away from each other. So you know what? I don't think you're playing any of them. And against this pretty solid Bengals secondary, where do you put Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, A.J. Darby? Darby hasn't produced for me. I think Thomas and Sanders are both very solid. I'd probably even sneak Sanders up to the wide receiver one because they're home. Denver defense, Cincinnati defense. You know, the Denver defense will show up because Cincinnati stinks. And as you said, Marvin Lewis, I think, is going after this year. So I got the Denver defense. Where did I put them? Let me take a look. The Denver defense I have pretty high. Yes, I do. I have them fifth. They're right ahead of the Chargers for me. All right. Mexico City, Patriots, Raiders. Tell me how this game script's going to go. Let's start with the Patriots. You're starting Brady. We're not getting into that. You're starting Gronkowski. We're not getting into that. If you own Martellus Bennett, do you start him, Scott? Oh, it's a tough call. You know, what a saga that turned out to be between the Packers and the Patriots and Bennett. Um, you know, it, if, if last week's any indication, you know, playing with a torn rotator cuff, they got him right in, got his feet wet back in the offense. Yeah, I mean, I think you can look at four catches for him and maybe maybe a touchdown. I mean, look, Dwayne Allen finally scored last week. And Bennett could this week. This is how we'll do the Patriots from here on out because we'll, t- we'll this could take 20 minutes. Tell me the Patriot offensive players that you think are going to have good games this week. I'm not going to go one by one. Is it Burkhead? Is it White? Is it Lewis? Uh, is it Cooks? Is it Amendola? Hogan outside, is out. Just outside, tell me who is good. Outside of Gronkowski, I like um, Lewis and Cooks this week. I think Brandon Cooks becomes a wide receiver one this week, and I think Lewis is a high RB two. 
One of the biggest misnomers in fantasy is that the Patriot defense is terrible against opposing wide receivers. They were terrible for most of the year, but they've been much better. They've actually worked themselves all the way back down. They used to be terrible up there with the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. They're starting to work themselves back down, and the Patriots against opposing fantasy wide receivers has been much better. Against the Chargers, they were very good. At Denver, they gave up a lot, but a lot of that was garbage time because they were up by so much. It's the high altitude of Mexico City, so there should be a lot of scoring. What do you got there, Scott? Cooper, Crabtree? Yeah, I mean, I like Cooper Crabtree. I mean, if you look at the receivers, they've given up numbers to big guys. Hopkins beat them up pretty good. Julio had a pretty decent game yardage-wise. The Saints beat them up pretty good. So I like Cooper. I like Crabtree. I like Cooper ahead of Crabtree. So Cooper is a low one, Crabtree high two. Running backs? Uh, no, I want nothing to do with the Oakland running back. I, I have not been a Marshawn Lynch guy from day one. I thought he was Seattle, almost like I thought he was LeGarrette Blunt who in New England. He was like that in Seattle because he was nothing in Buffalo, so I stay away. Derek Carr is my QB what this week? Derek Carr is your QB six. Wow, seven. Do you agree with that? I do. I, I like Derek Carr this week. I like them both this week. I mean, I think we all would assume this will be a high-scoring game, and then when we do that, it usually comes out to be 10-10, but I think this one will deliver. I think there will be points in this game. Tell me who I'm talking about. Six catches, 107 yards. Four catches, 57 yards. Eight catches, 126 yards. Uh, Jared Cook? (laughs) He's a tight end one last week, man. He was the number one tight end at PPR with 20.6 points. Where is he? On your list or on my list? On your 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 list. (laughs) I will put Jared Cook as the number eight fantasy tight end this week. I actually have him six. I've come around. Miracles happen. <laughs> yes, they do. Just like we turn to the third quarter. Third quarter. Third quarter underway. NFC home games. NFC North. Lions five and four on the road. They go to the Bears at three and six. The Bears are three and six, but they play hard every week. They're in every game. So we'll start with the Lions on the road. Matthew Stafford, where is he for you this week? That's a really good question. I like Stafford. He's going to have to throw. The Bears have sort of been a little vulnerable. They did not show up last week in the game we both thought they would. I have Stafford at number 10 right now. Amir Abdul has been involved more in the offense. The yardage is still not there, but he's getting carries. You know, he's getting more action. He had 21 carries two weeks ago against Green Bay. He had 11 and a touchdown, 52 yards last week against Cleveland. Is Amir Abdullah taking on a RB2 role, high RB2 role this week? I dare anyone listening to our podcast here to name 24 running backs you like better than Amir Abdullah in any week. So that means, Scott, you have to start him. Right now I have him as my running back 18. Wide receivers, Marvin Jones cooled off a little bit last week. Golden Tate still did pretty well. Who do you like better and why? I still am a believer in Marvin Jones. The People are, are all upset. They say Kenny Galladay came back and took targets away from Marvin Jones. No, that was Jason McCourty, and Galladay got three catches, Scott. Okay, so let's relax. Golden Tate does a great job. I think Marvin Jones actually bounced back and has a decent game here. Six catches, 70 yards, definitely double-digit PPR points. Uh, I still like Tate better because Tate is the man. We've been saying that all year, but I think Jones bounces back and has a solid wide receiver two game. How about our favorite tight end, Mr. Ebron? Oh, it's so exhausting with Eric Ebron. But he's starting to heat up a little bit. He's getting more involved. You know, he's got a couple of catches. He's got a touchdown last week. Was it just luck? Or can he actually start to pick it up second half and become a weapon for them? Bears Bears are eighth best, uh, eighth stingiest against opposing fantasy tight ends. If you have Ebron, you don't have any other options, you start him. Here's what I'll, I'll classify it, man. Ready? I'll go. I'll throw some at you right now. Tight ends, Vernon Davis at the Saints or Eric Ebron? I like Vernon Davis this week. 
Eric Ebron or Tyler Croft? I'm not a Croft guy. I go Ebron. Austin Hooper at Seattle or Eric Ebron? Hooper. Last one. Kyle Rudolph, home against the Rams or Eric Ebron? Kyle Rudolph's due for a nice game, too. It's been a while. Kyle Rudolph. So, so, you're basically, you so we got Ebron as a low-end tight end one. That's where yeah, we got Absolutely. Okay. Bears side. Mitchell Trubisky's played well the past couple weeks. He's starting to get a little better. I don't know if he's fantasy relevant yet, even at home. Jordan Howard, we expected a big one last week. We didn't get it. I think it's more John Fox and the, the play calling, the offensive play calling that's just not getting him enough touches. What can we look for from Jordan Howard this week against a Lions defense allowing 102 per game on the ground? If you've learned anything about Mike Randall, he's usually a week early, i.e. DeMarco Murray in DraftKings, <laughs> okay? Feed Jordan Howard. I think I was a week early. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. The Lions are not good against opposing running backs. Bears are home. Feed the beast. I got Jordan Howard as my fourth running back this week behind Le'Veon Bell, Hunt Ingram. I get a feeling Dontrell Inman cracks your top 24. Love him. Love Dontrell Inman. Absolutely. If you need a flyer on the waiver wire and you're taking Cole Beasley, why not take Dontrell Inman? I, I Listen, I understand that Slay is a tough cornerback, so this may be a little difficult. I'm just saying if you needed somebody in a deep situation, I think you could pick him up and be happy. Yeah, but honestly, is Dontrell Inman a, a wide receiver that warrants, warrants Slay to stand him at all points of the game anyway? Probably not. I don't think point. Slay will follow him around. So. That's a good point. Yeah, so Very good. I, so yeah, I, I like Dontrell Inman, sure. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I think Inman's a good player. I think he's the only game in town there anyway, so yeah, yeah. I like Inman this week. How about any defense? Do you like any defense? How about the Bears defense at home? Sneaky play? Uh, I still believe in the Bears defense. I feel like they bounce back. I don't think they're in tank mode yet. It's very tough, but I do have the Bears defense right now, right behind the Charger defense as my eighth defense this week. I might have been a week early on the Bears. I took them last week. Maybe it'll be this week they show up. Packers hosting the Ravens, two teams that are impossible to figure out. The Ravens, when we, when we think they're going to do poorly, they do well. When we think they're going to do well, they do terribly. And we thought the Packers were going to get smoked in Chicago last week. At least I did. And Brett Huntley leads them to victory. So the, the uh, Packers are hosting the Ravens. Joe Flacco only in a rerun. Yeah, no, I can't play, I can't play Joe Flacco at all. I, I can't do it. Not right now. Scott Terrence West practice this week. Does that affect Alex Collins? It shouldn't. I mean, you know, other than a couple of fumbles, Collins, he's got averaging almost six six yards to carry. I think he's got to play and be the number one guy. You're starting Danny Woodhead yet? Or you want to see it first? Are you going to be Missouri? Uh, no, nah, I'm going to see it first. I mean, I got him. I'm going to take him off the IR spot once they take him off the IR spot. Uh, but I got to see one first. Did you happen to see who I picked up in your Yahoo League and put on my IR spark just before this podcast began? I probably did not. If it happened a few minutes uh, before it, we uh, did you this, hear me knocking? Not. Could be eligible week 15. Uh, let, let, let me pull it up. Oh, hold on. I'll pull it up right now. Give me a second. You can kill some time as I pull it up and take a quick look here. Uh, There's a quarterback see. who's injured who could be coming back week 15. A quarterback that's injured? Yeah. That would pretty good, huh? Aaron Rodgers? You're darn right. Packers better win this game because I'd love to see your big arch enemy there in week 15 with Aaron Rodgers slinging all over the place. All of a sudden, Jared Goff shrinks up a little bit, huh, man? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Rest of this game. Ravens wide receivers I'm not talking about. Watson, I guess, if you had I'd to. Stick, I'd stick Macklin as a low wide receiver, too. All right. Okay, that's fair. Brett Hundley, no. You're not starting Jamal Williams, are you? Against a Raven run defense, it's pretty tough. Wide nah, receiver, I'm not, but 188,000 people in Yahoo might, but I'm not. Um, no, not Jamal Williams. Wide receivers, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could, I think you could throw Adams out there, and I, you could probably throw Nelson out there too as low, low end wide receiver twos at home. Someone's got to, someone's got to catch the ball and make a couple of plays. Uh, yeah, this one, this game's got a, uh, you know, low scoring written all over it. But yeah, I would give both of them a shot as low wide receiver twos. There has not been a, a game all year long that has less fantasy interest for me than this game. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I want to a couple. I think we hit a couple, you know, <laughs> over the days. But this one's rough. I mean, this one. <laughs> It's amazing how your guys like Adams and Nelson fell and you know Flacco how bad he's become. It's just it's tough. I mean Flacco's got more interceptions and touchdowns this year. Yeah, you know, it's just uh he was he was one of those guys that people talked about with Eli Manning. You can't spell elite without these guys, and Flacco's fallen just like Eli has. A little sneaky game here, Scott, coming up, right? Between seven and two teams? Yeah, this one, uh, I, I tell you right now, we looked at week one and we would look at the schedule going into uh, week 11. I don't think we would have pegged the Rams and the Vikings as seven and two teams battling it out, possibly fighting for the number one seed if the if the Eagles were to fall off a game or two. Definitely fighting for home field advantage. So this is a very interesting game. Rams, Vikings. The Rams are 4-0 and on the road, 7-2 and overall. The Vikings are 7-2, and 4-1 at home. Jared Goff has just been ultra consistent. 16 touchdowns, 4 picks, nearly 2,400 yards. Now he's on the road. It's a very good Viking defense in a big-time game. Your thoughts? No, not starting Jared Goff. He gets his comeuppance. You should bench him this week. It's still Jared Goff. Still Jared. When does the still Jared Goff label come off? At home, when he's home. He's gotten rid of it at home this year. This game's at home, I'm starting him. I'm not starting him in the row with that horn. I'm not doing it. No way. Todd Gurley didn't have the game we expected last week. Now he goes on the road against a very good Minnesota defense. Does Todd Gurley fall from RB1 status? Vikings are second best against fantasy running backs. I do not have him as an RB1. Vikings only allowing 81 yards per game to opposing running backs. Wide receivers, Robert Woods absolutely destroyed me last week in three leagues. This week, he'll probably get two catches for 12 yards. Break down the Rams wide receivers. Who, if any, gets the nod on the road? Scott, I'll answer it this way. Scott Barrett on Twitter, at Scott Barrett DFB. Great follow. Uh, guy, good friend of mine. We go back and forth on Twitter all the time. Highest percentage of routes lined up versus top 30 graded cornerbacks this year. So the highest percentage of routes when this these wide receivers has lined up against top cornerbacks. Number one, surprise, surprise, Antonio Brown, 59%. Scotty's going against a good cornerback. Marvin Jones is second at 45%. Robert Woods is third. What's impressive is that Robert Woods is still producing, even when he's going against those cornerbacks, 41. By the way, Amari Cooper is fourth at 40, and DeAndre Hopkins is fifth at 35 I still think you have to play Woods because I think Sammy Watkins is going to fall into Xavier Rhodes more often than not. Cooper Cup only in the red zone. I think Robert Woods is the best wide receiver to play. Yeah, I mean, I got to agree with you. I mean, what he did, I mean, I, you know, yeah, he'll, he's not going to put up the line he did last week, but definitely on the road could be the play over there. It's Watkins has been inconsistent, and Cooper's kind of, Cooper Cup has kind of dropped off. Um, not playing tight ends, I assume. No Tyler Higby. That, so let's go to the Vikings side. I think we both agree that the right move was made here. Case Keenum should be the starting quarterback until otherwise, and I think till otherwise is a loss. Case Keenum, are you considering him as a play this week? I got Case Keenum as my QB eighteen. He's yeah, eighteen. So he I just out. moved him. I just moved him ahead of Fitzpatrick. How about that? Ah, well, good for him. Uh, <laughs> Jarek McKinnon, Latavius Murray. You know, I like McKinnon. Who do you like better? Rams are not good against opposing running backs. I was terrible. ready. I was ready to do that deal, Scott, because I love Keenan Allen. But it, it, you, you left it ha- hang up there for a while, and I started looking at my team, and I'm like, if I got to find a wide receiver on the waiver wire, or I got to find a running back, and that's why I canceled. But I left it up there for about 18 hours. Well, we got about 15 minutes if you want to resend it. 
I think I'll stay with it because I think McK- I need McKinnon uh, to do a solid job here as a running back, and I think he's just he's Case Keenum PPR everything the whole thing. I like McKinnon going forward. As far as the wide receivers, man, Diggs and Thielen are both amazing. You got to start them. You got to start them both, right? Yeah, you do. Do you agree with me that Rudolph is due for a game? The, Rud- uh, Matt Kelly said this. I coined the phrase, so I'm copying him. Rudolph, the red zone reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played, Matt Kelly. Well played. <laughs> Next one, Washington going to New Orleans. Drew Brees has become Alex Smith. But yeah, Mark, in- Mark, but Mark Ingram has exploded. I'm very happy with that game, with that trade right now. Although the AJ Green owner is probably happy about it too. To be fair, he so, should be. Uh, so start with Washington. Little odd. No Rob Kelly. I did pick up Samaj P. Ryan. I didn't like it. I just don't think Chris Thompson is a thing. I think he's like a gadget guy. I don't think Chris Thompson's getting 15 carries. They're going to give it to P. Ryan. He had a 25-yard reception last week. Does Samaj P. Ryan crack the top 24 running backs for me, Scott? Uh, maybe the top 24, but I mean, can you see this game being one of those games where there's only about 13 carries, and then by the middle of the third quarter, they we're just throwing. And I think that's where Chris Thompson becomes the play. I think he is the play. He's been the play. So, yeah, I mean, for me, P. Ryan, maybe. Chris Thompson's going to be a RB1 for me. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan is what number running back for me this weekend? Well, you asked me if he cracks the top 24. <laughs> so I'm going to peg him as number 21. Oh, so close. 19. Samaj P. Yeah. Ryan, Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. Samaj P. Ryan, Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. Oh, come on. Samaje P. Ryan, Latavius Murray. I'll win that one. I'll give you P. Ryan because I'm a McKinnon guy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Wide receivers. I still have a love affair with Jamison Crowder, which is why I did not make that trade for Keenan Allen. I think somebody's got to be good. If Terrell Pryor isn't. Dotson is still young. I like Jamison Crowder this week as a top 20 wide receiver. Do you? I like Jamison Crowder this week as a top 10 wide receiver. Ooh. Ooh, look at you. Do you really? Maybe I should move him up a little bit here. Really? I do. I do. He, he he will be involved in every aspect of fantasy for me this week. All right. Jamison Crowder or Juju Smith-Schuster? Jamison Crowder. I have him higher. Jamison Crowder or Des Bryant? <laughs> Jamison Crowder. Really? I got Des higher, and I hate Des. You know that. Is Ted Ginn available? Moving on. <laughs> I don't think Jordan Reed's going to play Vernon Davis. Yeah, Vernon Davis is very viable. Uh, top top seven for me this week. In case you didn't realize, I think the Redskins are going to score. Ingram, Kamara, moving on. Breeze, you play him. Michael Thomas, you play him. Ted Ginn at home? Willie Sneed is due. It's coming. I think it's here. And Kobe Fleener's dead? Ah, uh, yeah. Kobe Fleener, yeah. Whatever. Next game. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City travels to the Meadowlands to play the dysfunctional New York Giants. Giants are winless at home. I'm pretty sure many expect it's going to stay that way. Alex Smith against a Giant defense that has just quit, especially the secondary. Is this an Alex Smith big game, or is this just an Alex Smith managed the game? When are we going to get that stat, Andy Reid or Andy Reed off a bye? Right, I mean, we get that every year. He's like 24 and two. I just don't know if it's going to be a lot of running or not. I have Alex Smith as my QB9. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah. Does Alex Smith throw an interception this week? Yeah, I think he does. Okay. I think everybody regresses to the back of their card. I think he's due for another interception. Alex Smith, Dak Prescott. Uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, Matt Stafford. You know, I think the Browns play hard. Alex, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
No, I think the Bears play hard. Uh, Alex Smith. I got them in the same order. Dak Prescott, Alex Smith, Matt Stafford. Very good. Kareem Hunt. He's going to play. You're going to start him. Is he RB1 or is he an RB2? If he doesn't perform in this game, you Kareem Hunt truthers should send me an apology. Better watch because out Monday morning, truthers. He's, he's off a bye. They're playing a giant team that quits, that McAdoo is going to get fired, the whole thing. You better be ready. I know Reed's got these gadget plays. I want to see Hunt in the end zone. I want to see 100 total yards and a touchdown. I have him ranked as such, man. So I do have him on the, on the Fantasy Pros ranking. I got him as my number two running back. But if you don't perform, hell hath no fury is Mike Randall coming at you with Kareem Hunt with two months and a week of no touchdowns. Yeah, Kareem Hunt, the Giant defense has given up 133 a game. And the coach came out today in what was a very open conversation for him stating that expect lineup changes. So I bet there's going to be a bunch of backup players playing on that defense. Kareem Hunt, you don't have a big game this week. I'm, I'm in agreement with my partner. You better go hide somewhere. Receivers, Tyreek Hill on the road. He is a machine on the road. Is he a machine this week? Where do you think I have him? I think you have Tyreek Hill as your number three receiver this week. Very close. I have him at six. I have Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Doug Baldwin, Julio Jones, Michael Crabtree, then him. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. He I looked at his splits right before we came on the air. I mean, his his road numbers and home numbers. It just it's mind boggling the difference. Uh, he's huge on the road, and I think he has a huge game there as well. Travis Kelsey. Don't answer about Travis Kelsey. I, I I'm, not, I'm not answering. I'm not answering your question. No, no, no. Does he score two <laughs> touchdowns? No, I won't say two. <laughs> I mean, really, is John, Travis this is Kelsey? Be, this, outside of Zach Ertz, this is going to be the best tight end they face all year, and every tight end scored, so why wouldn't this guy just go off? You see Garrett Selleck saying, everybody told me in fantasy I was a sleeper. I had to score. <laughs> Talked about that on Monday. I gave, I, if you listen to this show, I gave them out to you guys. We gave them out to you at 2,500. Yeah, Kelsey's going to feast. Uh, huge, huge day for Travis Kelsey. Eli Manning, uh, do you think he finishes this game? I think he finishes. I think that's such a big move that if McAdoo makes that move, that's basically an F you. Well, he's, already, <laughs> he's already gone. We, we we know there's no way. Is there any Why? way? Eli's Mac- a good guy. At least, oh, it's just stupid. He gives him the best chance to win. It's just I stupid. understand that, but is there any way Ben McAdoo could save his job at this point? No chance. So then, you know, why, why not go out? Guns are blazing. Uh, <laughs> Orleans Darkwa. Can we put him as a RB1? Where do you think I got him? Well, I'm going to say you got him as RB1 based on the question, so I'm going to say number 11. 14. Scott, Orleans Darkwa or Doug Martin? Uh, Darkwa. Darkwar JJ. No you think Sean Jay is getting no Sean Lee. JJ, you think JJ is getting the bulk this week? Said they're getting more workload. Splitting? I don't know. They say he's getting more workload. That's a tough one. You got to decide whether the coach is telling the truth or not. God only knows. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I, I I'm gonna go with JJ there, but I think it'll, I think it'll be close. I mean, I like what Darkwar's done. I mean, he's the only really outside of maybe Ingram, who's been great, the only real shining light they've had. Shepard's starting to heat up, but I mean, outside of that, I like Darkwar. The wide receiver, Sterling Shepard, do you have a do you still have a love for Roger Lewis? Are we going Sterling Shepard? Is he the number one guy or does Evan Ingram outproduce Sterling Shepard? Sterling Shepard is my wide receiver thirteen this week. That's a good one for him. And where's Evan Ingram? Uh, Ingram's been solid. And he's okay. He's healthy, right? I got Ingram four. I got Ingram four. No Eric Barry, right? I mean, I got Ingram four. I think he's a he's a high floor guy. Is this game a blowout or the Giants hanging there? I think it's in his 20s. I think the Giants hang in there. I don't know what the spread is. We'll look at those later. What is the spread? I think, oh, it's 13. Yeah, that's right. It's 13. Um, that's a close one for me, but 
I'm probably not going to pick that game. I think they could do a backdoor cover. And the Sunday night game, a great one always, Philadelphia and Dallas. Now the Eagles coming off a bye. They also had three consecutive home games. Carson Wentz was like fireworks in the air. But here they come against a Dallas team that's going to need a win in the worst way. I don't think Tyron Smith is going to play in this game. I know Sean Lee's not going to play in this game. And we know Ezekiel Elliott is not playing in this game. So talk to me about Philadelphia. What do you see from them? Carson Wentz, obviously a QB1. Jay Ajayi, we just mentioned before. Where is he as a running back? Yeah, I mean, if he, if he gets what you said, the, if he gets more of the work, then, yeah, he'll be a, a low-end RB1 for sure. Alshon Jeffrey's been hot. Where is he? He's top 12. He's definitely a wide receiver one. Alshon Jeffrey has really picked it up. I am regretting trading him about four or five weeks ago as of right now because Travis Landry's not getting the consistent touch side hope for. So, yeah, Alshon Jeffrey's heating up at the right time for the Eagles. Cowboys six most generous to opposing wide receivers. Flip it over to uh, – and Zach Ertz, you're starting, obviously. Absolutely. Uh, you start an Aguilar? You start an Aguilar against the Cowboys? I can play Aguilar as a wide receiver, low wide receiver too. Maybe he's number 20, 21. Eagles getting a little healthier in the secondary, and they've been better the last few weeks. They were good against San Francisco. I know it's San Francisco. And Denver, of course, piled on late. Uh, but they, they're, they've been a little bit better. Go over to the Cowboys. Dak Prescott was running for his life. How's he going to do? I think he's going to be running for his life again. I think the Eagles will get him with a pass rush, and especially if Tyron Smith's out again, they'll just follow the formula that Adrian Claiborne and the Falcons did last week, and they will just keep coming after him. True or false, Cowboys a backfield is a stay away for fantasy. It's true. Des Bryant, how's he doing? <laughs> My guy. Yeah, your, your, your guy, the great Des Bryant. He's, he's like you said all year long. He's red zone dependent. He's touchdown dependent. And you know if Prescott can't stay – you know, in the pocket for more than a half a second and look for him. It's gonna be a tough game for Des Bryant. I mean, I don't think he I don't think he tops five catches. You cute this little cute Terrence Williams experiment over? Yeah, probably. I mean someone had to take the second wide receiver position. It's it's terrible that they don't have anybody else there, but I still think he would be the guy. I'm not a Cole Beasley guy, you know, listen, you can get three catches and score two touchdowns every four weeks if you want, but I'll I'll take Terrence Williams over Cole Beasley if that does anything for you. Eagles aren't great against opposing fantasy tight ends. Jason Witten? We hope so. We thought it last week. We were hoping for last week. Did all right last week. Yeah, we'll give Jason Witten six car- six catches, and I give him a 70% chance of scoring. And then the Monday nighter, good one too. Seattle and Atlanta. Falcons and the Seahawks on Monday night. This should be a good game in the NFC. Seahawks need a win. Falcons need a win in Seattle. Matt Ryan on the road against the Seahawks defense that has been subpar at home over the past couple of weeks. Your thoughts? Didn't they beat them or almost beat them there with Julio last year? Remember Julio had a big game. Did they beat him there? Uh, good question. I have to look that up. I yeah, look it up while I'm, I'm taking a look here. I, listen, Seattle has been a shell of their former self. They've still been fourth toughest against opposing running backs. I think the, 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 the common theme is going to be that Tevin Coleman is going to eat. You know I'm a Tevin Coleman guy because Freeman is not going to play. I think we have to temper expectations. He has not been getting as many receptions as he is, has usually done that could change in this game i like coleman here as sort of a high-end rb2 low-end rb1 just because of volume but at some point aren't the seahawks going to bring it together again uh you would think so but the injuries on defense don't help for sure and to get back to your point earlier the falcons lost this game 26 24 they did score 20 they did score 21 unanswered in the third took a 24 17 lead into the fourth but proceeded to give up nine unanswered in the fourth to lose by two Julio's going to have a big game. No, Richard Sherman. Julio did well against Sherman. He's going to have a big game here. So you're going to start Julio Jones. You're going to feed him. Mohamed Sanu, I think. You know, I have a Mohamed Sanu love. Um, last week, he wasn't even that great, which was disappointing against the Cowboys. But I think Mohamed Sanu also very, very startable. Hopa? Uh, absolutely. Throw him in until they stop it. 
Is Freeman playing? Is he healthy? He's not playing. He's out. So Tevin Coleman, where is he now yeah. with Freeman? I said out? that. Yeah, while you're looking up, I said it. I, I think I he's apologize. a high end, high end RB two, low end RB RB one. He needs to catch some more passes. That's what he's missing. Gotcha. Seattle side, Russell Wilson at home against the Falcons. Got to play him. I, maybe I'm a Russell Wilson truther a little bit more. I think than you are game. a little bit. Maybe I should be. Where do you think I got him? I think you have Russell Wilson at home against the Falcons as number ten. I have him as my number one quarterback. Oh, because here's my truth point. Truth or Look status? At, truth or status? Here's why. Carson Wentz at Dallas. I'm not taking him over him. Drew Brees at home against Washington. I think they run. I love Ben, but it's Thursday, and I got him fourth. Brady in Mexico City. Carr in Mexico City. You see what I mean? Rivers a concussion. I think Wilson's floor is highest against the Falcons. I think this is a sneaky high-scoring game. So where do you have Kirk Cousins? I have Cousins 12th. Oh, yeah, I like. I, I feel like, like this is a 300-yard, two-touchdown, two-interception game. Gotcha. That, okay. that, you know what I mean? I got him behind Jay Cutler. <laughs> all right. All right. I got you there. Um, are we staying away? I mean, I mean, I think I saw that you picked up Thomas Rawls in a league or two. Um, was that just to block people and just play head games? Or do you have some thoughts no, of playing Thomas Scott, Rawls? Somebody's got to be good in the Seahawks. Yeah, but we've been saying that for 11 weeks now. I know, but even Isaiah Crowell woke from the dead last couple weeks. I mean, so Isaiah Crowell, Isaiah Crowell only has one guy he's competing with. There's like 55 guys running in the Seattle backfield. You know, someone's uh, going to step forward, and I'm guessing that it's John Alexander's suiting up this week, my friend. I'd pick him up. <laughs> then I trade you <laughs> a kid in for a kid. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> how, wait, how high oh, do you have sorry. Doug Baldwin? Uh, that's a good. I love Doug Baldwin. You know, I made that trade. I'm fired up. I think he's matchup proof. I have Doug Baldwin as my number three wide receiver this week behind Antonio Brown and Mike Evans. I actually have him ahead of Julio Jones. That shows you how much I like him. Jimmy Graham, top five? Superstar. Jimmy Graham, of course. Got it. Fourth quarter picks. All right, last week, I thought I was going to pass you. I did not. We both ended up one and three on the season. We are 18 and 22. So a perfect week, we could get back to 500. This is week 11. So my partner, that means that you go first. Yeah, looking at these games, there were a couple that stood out to me. I know we talked about this game not being interesting, especially from a fantasy standpoint, but I just don't see. I know it's Brett Hundley. I don't understand how the Ravens could be favored on the road. The Ravens stink. It's Lambeau Field. The Packers got receivers. It'll be a low-scoring game. The Ravens offense stink. I'm going to take the Packers with the two points at home. They're getting two at home. I know it's Brett Hundley, but I like the Packers plus two. I think the the NFL is starting to make sense yet again. Quote me on this next week. The Patriots are ready to go. Mexico City, I don't care. It's Jack Del Rio. I'll take the Patriots minus five and a half. Second one for me, I hint that this I like it from a fantasy standpoint, so I'm going to take it in the game as well. I like the Redskins plus seven and a half on the road in New Orleans. Saints put a 47 on the road. I think the Redskins are a much better team than the Bills. The Redskins need to get a win to stay involved in this wild card situation. Inside, I think there'll be a lot of points scored. I think Drew Brees will get going for on his side, but I like Kirk Cousins. I like Jamison Crowder. I like Chris Thompson. Vernon Davis as well. This is a big game all around, but if you're going to give me seven and a half with the Redskins, I'll take it all day long. Rams are going eight and two? I don't think so. Give me the Vikings. Vikings minus two against the Rams. Down on this organization, we talked about it early on. The, car, the Chargers are laying four and a half to the Bills. Nathan Peterman, welcome to the NFL. The Chargers will win this game going away. Give me the four and a half, laying it to the Bills. I'll take the Chargers. Why not jump back on the Titanic? Jay Cutler, Miami, <laughs> minus three against Tampa Bay. They have a terrible defense. 
Last one for me is Blaine Gabbert's not going to go into Houston to beat the Texans. I know they have Tom Savage, but the Texans are only giving one point. Texans are a better football team. They have a better defense at home. I will take the Texans laying a measly one to Blaine Gabbert and the Cardinals. No Tyron Smith, no Ezekiel Elliott, no Sean Lee. Eagles may be the best team in the NFC. Could be one of the best teams besides the Patriots in the NFL. Could be right up there with the Steelers. We'll find out. Philly, minus three in Dallas on the Sunday night game. All right, I'll go first this week for DFS. For me, I hinted I like Kirk Cousins. Uh, I looked at the slate. I thought it was a little bit difficult to handicap. I thought there were some quarterbacks that, you know, are good, but in tough spots. Salaries weren't right for me, so I like Kirk Cousins on the road, 6,100 in a game where I think there'll be some points. I'm jumping on the Kenyon Drake bandwagon for 4,800 as a steal there. I'm also riding out Jarek McKinnon, who I think does very well against a Ram defense that stinks at home for 5,700. Wide receivers-wise, Jamison Crowder stacking him. He's 4,300, Jamison Crowder. That is an absolute steal right now. He's getting hot. He'll continue to get hot. I'm pairing it up with Cousins as my stack. Tyreek Hill is a free square this week at 7,100. I actually think he's underpriced for his production on the road. I like Sterling Shepard as well. I think Sterling Shepard will have a big game. And I'm sticking with Travis Kelsey, so I look at those two from Kansas City. And then I'm plugging in my flex. Going heavy notice. I'm going heavy Chiefs, heavy Redskins. Chris Thompson gets in there. And I like the Chargers defense. And I also like the Packers defense at value plays um, at home against the Bills and the Ravens. I'm going to shock you here, my partner. I'm not going to give you the rundown of all my DFS. I'm going to announce to you my lineup that I'm putting on the website right now. I put a lot of time into this. You ready? So you say I put my lineup up late. I'm giving you the lineup right now. This is the lineup that will be on the website, randallrant.com. Check it out, folks, if you want to see it. And I know know it's in because my phone is saying I have friends with lineups, and you're the only one. (laughs) Here we go. You ready? Go ahead. Who's my quarterback? Uh, Your quarterback is going to be Russell Wilson? No, my quarterback is Jay Cutler at 5,400. Okay. Cutler, okay. Running backs, Alvin Kamara at 7,500 and Jarek McKinnon at 5,700. So we agree we, on McKinnon. We agree on a lot of things. Jamison Crowder at 4,300, absolutely have him in. I also have Sterling Shepard at home against the Chiefs at 6,300. And I have Golden Tate at Chicago, 6,800. So I got a lot of the high reception type of guys there. Gotcha. Tight end, I can't believe I'm going to say this too. Yes, I'm starting Eric Ebron at 3,300 at Chicago. <laughs> I am. I got two Lions in there. I think Ebron is solid. He's been hot. I'm going to ride it. And my flex, just to stick it to you a little bit more. Oh, that syrup's going to taste so good. 7,600 Melvin Gordon. And, and uh, defense-wise, I had 3,100 3, left for the defense. I had to make a pick. So I decided to really push the envelope and go all in here. I like the Vikings. I don't think the Rams are for real. I'm going to take the Vikings at 2,800 at home. Jared Goff, I'll take my chances. Yeah, that'll be a low percentage play for sure. Uh, the novices will not be making that play. So that's a good one there. I tried to get Melvin Gordon in. I thought about it. I like Melvin Gordon this week as well. I just went other ways. I loaded up. I know Kelsey's high, but I just I can't stay away from the narrative. I mean, it's, it's every week. You know, if Garrett Sell can break off 67 yards at a touchdown, Travis Kelsey, by all means, should double that production. So I think he's going to be worth the value there. You know, listen, folks, so that's it. So last week I got back in, you know, where I should be, beat Mike in DFS. He beat me head-to-head. We have no more head-to-head matchups unless, of course, they occur in the playoffs, my friend, which I'm eagerly looking forward to. And I hope that does happen. I don't think we've had a playoff matchup in four or five years in the same leagues. We may have. It doesn't ring my ring a bell to me, so hopefully we have one of those this year. And uh, we you know, split them last week, and we tied in the picks. So let's uh, look for me to go two, 
two and two against you in DFS. I'm looking forward to it, folks. If you like what you hear, please go to iTunes. Look at Pickin, P-I-C-K-I-N, apostrophe, up the Blitz Fantasy Football Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. We'd love it. You can follow Scott at SCOT557, myself at Randall Rant. Check out the website for our picks and my Fantasy Pro rankings as well. Also, you can get us on Facebook. We're all over the place. We just love talking fantasy with you. We're excited. The trade deadline is passed. I'm streaming quarterbacks in Yahoo. What else is new? Love the fact that we recorded the day early. I got to go pick up a six-pack for tomorrow night. Steelers, Titans, baby. <laughs> Who's ready Thursday night football? DeMarco, just give me 90 yards and a touchdown. I'll be the happiest Who's guy that, Martavis Bryant scoring a touchdown? <laughs> what? Juju. 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 Let it happen.